Hey friends, this is Terry with the Women of Wine Country Show, a podcast for women where we discuss women, wine, business, family, friendships, and all the things that go into good living. Welcome and let's get started. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you are listening to the podcast, I welcome you. My name is Terry Wells Brown. I am an author writing under the pen name T. Wells Brown. I write fiction, primarily romantic suspense, and also urban fantasy, and you can find all of my books on Amazon. I'm also a feature writer for Best Version Media Magazine and a contributing writer for Indie Author Magazine. So today we are going to talk about chaos because this is something I am super familiar with. I am a highly creative person, so I am chaos personified. My mind is chaotic, my desk is chaotic, my house is chaotic, my life is chaotic. And since I've lived this way all of my life and struggled with organization and staying on task and all of those things, I have key personnel and key systems in place to keep my chaos manageable Because I am married to somebody who is a high risk taker. And what that means is, is he needs things super structured. He's out there taking risks, doing things that I would not do. But he's only able to function and do that because he has solid structure around him and underneath him. It's It's a very good way to set yourself up if you want to be an effective risk taker. Whereas I'm the opposite. I am a creative, chaotic person who's a very low risk taker. Like I am not comfortable taking risks. I look at every angle of every situation and plot out what could possibly go wrong in any given scenario and any twist and turn. And I need to look at all the different angles and mull over things. And um, my husband has come to lean on me a little bit with his risk taking tendencies Um And tap into my look at every angle, have a second game plan and a third game plan and a fourth game plan. He still moves on with his risk taking primarily, but he now has, uses me as one of his tools in order to mitigate loss, basically. So basically creative minded people tend to be a little more chaotic, right? And I think that's just the, the art in us coming out. Like we need it. We need things to not be so uniform because uniform doesn't really produce creativity. I mean, look at how children play. If you watch them play with a bunch of toys, rarely does it look uniform. And they are at the highest amount of tapping into their creative brain or highest level of tapping into their creative brain when children are playing. I mean, they're developing all of that. There really is no structure. It's all creativity. And, and it's chaos to us. But to them, if you ask them what's going on, and you can understand what they say, they'll tell you exactly what's going on. So to them, it makes perfect sense. It's structured appropriately. To us, it's chaos. It's kind of like when a higher, highly organized individual comes in 
somebody who used to be my assistant, was an excellent assistant before she got married and went on with her own life. Uh, she was highly organized. And I wouldn't say she isn't creative. She's just a very big rule follower. And so she's very extremely creative when she has a template to follow, but she's not somebody who's going to create that template, typically. Anyway, she would come and look at my desk and be just horrified and come in and fix it and need to fix things. And sometimes that would mess me up because my creative mind needs the chaos. I love the organization. I love knowing where things are and being able to find things and move around my house freely. But I got to say, one of my primary functions is going in and adding some chaos to the organization. And that's when I feel at home. It's kind of crazy. But there has to be a balance, right? So for me, after all of these years of trial and error, I have learned that since I thrive in chaos, I need to have controlled chaos. I need to have... um, a structure and boundaries around me so that I can really be as chaotic as I I need to be in order to get the creativity coming out, but I'm not destroying everybody and everything around me. So I've learned to really channel my creativities into a appropriate, um, beneficial ways instead of just burning the house down. You know what I mean? And it's taken time to do that. When I was younger, I didn't understand all that. And I would feel guilty. I would feel guilty for having chaos. And I would fight it. And I would feel bad. And I would feel like there's something wrong with me before I even knew I was a creative. And I remember when I was a young mother, I just felt like I was the worst mother in the world because I let my boys play in the mud. And then we would just go jump in the pool, little wade pool, not a public pool and get clean and then we'd go take a shower and the other mothers would look at me like I was crazy how could you let your children sit in the mud pile and get and get filthy but they were playing and it was fun and I would even get in it and then how could you let your children get in the dirty and make the water dirty now we have to clean the wade pool so what who cares gets it gives us a chance to play with the water we get to now clean out the wade pool with the hose they could run around naked without their diapers You know, this was always kind of how I was when I was younger before the mom shaming stepped in and I had to like fake organization and that's what I call it. I am not organized by nature. I have tools set in place to keep my chaos manageable because that's how I've learned to be um, professional, interacting with others and also productive. But honestly, I'm happiest with my hands in dirt and my feet dirty and my hair not combed and not knowing when was the last time I ate and five books underneath me. You know what I mean? Like uh, my chaos is when I'm my most creative, but I also am to outsiders look like a disaster. I am the biggest shamble you'll ever see, but I am my highest functioning when I am an absolute mess to others. To me inside, I'm high, I am functioning higher. I'm, I'm producing, I'm doing all the things I'm getting, I'm getting, you know, stuff out. I'm creating, 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 but to others looking in at me, I'm, I'm having a meltdown (laughs) and that's not it at all. 
you'll know if I'm having a meltdown when my desk is absolutely pristine and organized and perfect and in everything's in its place and that's when there's problems. When you see that in my surroundings, that's when there's problems. Now, I'm also somebody who changes things often. So things are constantly getting moved and cleaned out and reorganized so that I can be my best creative chaotic self. I believe in organization. I believe in cleanliness. I believe in structure and boundaries. And I believe in all those things only so I can be my best chaotic self because that's when I'm the best performing and that's when my creativity comes out. But let me tell you, it took a long time to learn that. It took a long time to learn that just because other people are organized and have a way that they do things does not mean that that is the best way or the only way to do it. And I got to tell you, it took me a lot of years after being, after the mom guilt and forcing myself to be something that I'm not, which is highly organized. Did I understand after the children moved out, I raised them and they moved out. Did I understand that I was better when I was just chaotic? So I've learned that the balance is really where it's at for me. I have to have a organized structure surrounding me so that I can allow my creativity to just be chaotic as heck. And that's when I'm really at my best, really at my best. So that's something that I want to remind all of my creative friends, the people who listen to me or know me, stop putting yourself down for being chaotic. It's not bad. If you are creative during your most chaotic moments, then give yourself permission for the chaos. You know what? As long as it's yours and it's your space and it's your thoughts and it's your emotions, it belongs to you. Nobody else has any business telling you you're doing it wrong. Because trust me, I was told I was doing it wrong for the last 40 freaking years. Okay? And I wasn't. I wasn't doing it wrong. I was doing it my way. I can't imagine what I, where I would be right now if I was simply allowed to just develop how I was supposed to develop instead of taking on all of the guilt from not being an organized person. Now, part of that is my fault because one of the things I'm attracted to in others is their organizational skills because it's something I lack. I love being around people who are vastly different from me. Love it. Some people aren't comfortable with that. So they try to change what they see that is different in you And I think it's just a knee-jerk reaction. Also, I find that people who are organized have a much harder time dealing with chaotic situations than vice versa. So people who are chaotic can absolutely handle organized situations and organized structures and all of that. And they just know they can get home and be chaotic or be chaotic in their minds or be chaotic in their car or whatever. But the opposite is not necessarily always true. Organized people are hugely uncomfortable around chaotic people, chaotic environments, and chaotic situations. So I can't tap into that because I'm not an organized person. So I don't know what that looks like and what the translation is for there or what the backstory is or any of that. Maybe one of you can let me know. But um, I do know that 
you know, as a young mother, that was just something that I took on is that there was something wrong with me. It wasn't until my kids were already grown and I started living for me that I realized that this is where I'm at my best. During my craziness is where I am telling my best stories, getting my most words down, taking my best pictures, painting the best walls, creating the best, whatever my creation is, even my marketing. When I'm in full-on chaos mode, my marketing is awesome. Sadly, the rest of the world isn't really tapped into this yet, so it's still a lot of struggle for those of us who are chaotic creatives. A lot of struggle. But do me a favor. Do yourself a favor. Do your kids a favor. Stop putting yourself down. Don't be me. Just be the best you you can be. And if you are being buried under your chaos, which is entirely possible, just like it's entirely possible to over-organize a home, it is entirely possible to be too chaotic. Find out what works for you and what allows you to have really nice, free-flowing chaos. So if that means that you have a room that you've gone in, you've organized it, and you've got everything set up, give yourself permission to go in there and destroy the room. Now, I don't mean destroy it violently. I mean, use the room. Use the paints. Use the brushes. Use the desk. Leave the piles of paper. Leave the brushes sitting out. Leave the paint out. Don't clean up behind yourself. Just make the chaos. It's okay. Because you know what? You can always go back in and fix it. You can always go back in and reorganize. That's something you can always do. It's almost impossible to recreate creative chaos. It's a one-time gig. Unlike organization, you will never tap into that same creativity over and over and over. Those of you who are creatives understand this. It's like chasing a high. It's like what people say, falling in love and having that magical first kiss. You chase that first kiss feeling over and over and over again, but you never find it because there's only one first kiss. In each creatively chaotic episode where you get that amazing piece of work where whatever your creativity is, you chase that over and over and over again, but you never find that exact thing again. You can find something different. You can find something that might work better, but you never find that one thing again. So identify what isn't working, eliminate it, and identify what does work and double down on that. And give yourself permission to be chaotic. You have a right to keep a piece of yourself. That is something that I didn't do. As children, we start out chaotic and we start out creative and many of us go on different paths from there. And I don't know if that's behavioral learning from our environment or if it's genetic or if it's a little bit of both. I tend to believe it's a little bit of both. But when we grow up from being children, most of us leave the chaotic creativity behind us. Keep a piece of your chaos inside of you that bring out as you move forward in life. Don't be like me and have to go back and rediscover it and undo all of the shame and guilt that you, that I had to, you know, hide my chaos and creativity under. Don't be like me and have it be 
a life-threatening illness that you don't believe you're going to recover from be the catalyst that allows you to say, I'm going to be my authentic self from now on. It shouldn't come to that, but often it does. So I want to just say, I hope that this taps into somebody that is struggling right now um, with their chaos. If it is affecting your whole life and you are leaving, you know, wakes of disaster everywhere you go, you're, it's out of control and you need to get a handle on it. But if you have completely obliviated all chaos in your life and you're unable to tap into your creativity, I would suggest that you go into a room that you don't mind messing up and allowing yourself to be chaotic you might be surprised in what comes out of you and what you're able to produce and what aha moments you have. Even a creative and chaotic mindset, a chaotic mind where you're thinking about 5 million things at once and all these weird thoughts are coming through your head. Allow it. I recently few months ago took a online course about mindful meditation from somebody I think very highly of and that was something that was a real eye-opener for me when she said to let the thoughts come in and don't fight them no matter what they are even thoughts that you've no idea where they came from they're part of you let them come through and let them go out now if you want to sit and analyze them so be it do it. Do it later. Don't stop the chaos and the chaotic thoughts while you're analyzing. Let them come through and then pick another time to be analytic. Allow your creative chaotic times to be creative and chaotic and allow your analytic times to be analytical. And that's okay. And you know what? If you want to jump from chaos to analytic and back to chaos and then do a little organization, that's okay too. Because guess what? We all get to be who we are. And nobody sits 100% in one box. We all have little bits and pieces of a bunch of different boxes. None of us are 100% one thing. That's it. Every single one of us has a little bit of a different makeup in our box. And that's what makes us individuals, especially us creatives. So I hope this helps somebody thrive in their chaos instead of fighting it. Because let me tell you, there's something magical about embracing it. Now, mostly we talked about our physical surroundings and chaos and organization, but I mean, it really applies to your emotions, your thoughts, the way you treat other people, your productivity, all the things. Take one little step at a time. It's not going to hurt you. I am, in fact, sitting in a perfectly organized desk and I'm about to create complete havoc on and I'm going to enjoy every single minute of it. I might even do it twice. <laughs> so with that, this is the second podcast I've done in a row, and I am committed to keep doing my podcasts. I do appreciate those who reach out to me. I was humbled by 
many of you reaching out to me recently after my last podcast, and it's spurring me on to keep going. And I really appreciate that because I'm trying very hard to come back and find the person that I was. I'd like to be a little bit more of her again. So here's to finding who we are. Until next time I see you, stay safe, stay sane, and I'll see you soon. Bye-bye for now. Hey, ladies, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please do me a big favor. Go subscribe, share this with your friends, and leave a review. It helps so much getting the podcast sponsors and guests that everybody will enjoy. Thank you so much again, and I'm honored that you joined us. Have a blessed day.